0: The following was recorded at the Seeking Peace Story Show, August 10th, 2017, at the Marion Ross Performing Arts Center in Albert Lee, Minnesota. Before I introduce our next speaker, I need to be clear that she wrote this intro, and I have to say that because it includes a culturally insensitive joke. <clears throat> All right. Mai Dang Huen was born in a coconut-sized town which was surrounded by coconut trees in West Vietnam. Her everyday appetizer was coconut. Her everyday main dish was coconut. Her dessert was also coconut. People thought that when Mai grew up, she would be as tall as a coconut tree, but nope, roses are red, violets are blue. There is always an Asian who is shorter than you. (laughs) That that was the joke. <laughs> so today, Mai is here to tell you her not so coconut-sized life story. Mai says she's going to speak, and hopefully you are going to listen. If you finish listening before she finishes reading, which you won't, she'll have a coconut waiting for you. We are one by Mai Dang Quynh.
1: First of all, I want to say thank you to Mrs. Nestor and Luz for helping me write my essay. I was born in Vietnam, a developing country, and I grew up with the thought that I had to be depend on men. The biggest goal of a girl in my situation was marry a good man, give birth, and support my husband. I was taught these things since I was young. My grandma always told me that no matter how much I try, I never could be as smart as boys. When I was four, I loved plastic guns and played soccer. But my mom didn't like me to play with soccer or guns because they were not girly. She bought me those and taught me how to cook. I have a cousin who I would always hang out with she would always wear either sporty clothes or a soccer uniform. Her parents were very upset about this because soccer uniforms and sporty clothes are only for boys to wear. Finally, they threw all her soccer uniforms and her sporty clothes away. She cried for days. When I was five years old, I asked my mom, mommy, why did you decide to have me when you already have my sister? She responded, because I expected you to be a boy. (laughs) Not surprisingly, I started to believe that I was not welcome in this world. However, I got used to the idea that girls were not welcome to this world because of people in my country in our neighbor country, China, practice sex discrimination. Most families love to have males because they don't need to change their last name when they're married or leave their family to live with their wives' families. However, humans can never choose the gender of the baby. Some of the women are forced to abort because they were pregnant with a girl. Even abortion could risk the mother's lives. Some of the women are forced to divorce because they can't have a boy. Or they had to accept their husband having a mistress or a second wife. When I was six, people spread a story of the two girls who were pregnant when they were 16 years old. Their boyfriends didn't want to take responsibility for the babies. The parents of the two girls didn't want to take responsibility I'm sorry. The parents of the two girls were very upset about their daughters being pregnant. The two girls were badly beaten by their parents The parents gave them a choice, either abort the babies or keep the baby and be disowned from their own family. One of them kept the baby, and the other was forced to abort. The girl who kept the baby lives her life. Everyone labeled her as out of wedlock pregnancy girl. Her baby was treated very badly and unequally because she didn't have a father. She was bullied by her classmates and her friends. The one who did the abortion also didn't have a great life. Everyone did talk about her, but people started to forget about her story. She was then married. After one month, her husband abused her because she, he found out that she had an abortion when she was young. The parents from her husband's side judged her. She was disarmed from the family. Later, she committed suicide. However, the fathers of the babies have a right life. No one cares about their past. They have beautiful, wise, and happy lives. In Vietnam, many girls were brave. People usually say, she deserves it because she always wears sexy clothes and that no one wants to marry her now. But they don't want to accept that in this situation, men are the choice makers. All the brave victims will never speak up for themselves because the society will always make up excuse for the rapists. They will give women disgusting looks as a piece of trash because they really value virginity. As a result, some of them committed suicide. When I was eight, I took confirmation classes at my church. In the confirmation classes, I was sexually harassed by a man who was 10 years older than me. He kept doing it for many days. I was so scared. In addition, during school, I was being harassed by a classmate. Both of them told me that I shouldn't tell anyone because if I did, no one would want to talk to me again, or no one would want to marry a girl like me. I believe it because there was no one on the side of the brave or harassment victims. The pressure and the fear build up every day. Since that day, I've been really scared when a man gets too close to me, even my uncles and my dad. When I was 10, I liked to wear shorts and sleeveless tops when it was hot. My dad hated that. He said it was not right for the culture, and he said I could keep wearing them if I want to be brave. I assumed that he was right, because anytime I went outside with shorts, guys always whistle and tease me. However, guys could wear anyone they wanted to wear. When I was 13 years old, I was adopted to the US. I had some white friends. They were very nice and friendly. However, sometimes they said some words that hurt me. One of them said, you read books because you are Asian. When I got an A in a hard class, another one said, it's obvious that you will get an A because you are Asian. They didn't know that I usually had to stay up until 3 a.m. for my test. They didn't give me the credit for my hard work. They always make me feel like I am an outsider by saying, because you are an Asian, you do this or that. Once, one of the barista at the coffee shop making fun of my accent. I heard some of the barista laughing at me. There were other times when I wouldn't know something, I would ask someone only to have it explained to me. By I'm responding, you won't know, because you weren't born here. Are women less human than men? For many unborn baby girls, why don't they have a chance to see the sunlight? Why do we always make up the excuse for the bravest and blame the girls for being brave? Why do we always make women feel guilty for choosing abort? but not men. Why am I not treated like other American girls? The answer is because inequality and discrimination are still well alive on this planet. We are still making our fellow neighbors be the order. The order is a philosophy that you separate yourself from people, or treat people differently, based on the difference between you and them. To me, peace means the freedom to live the way we want, feel safe, and be who we want to be. I think peace w- will start, will start it by unification. And unification is started with similarity. The similarity is achieved by accepting difference and treating everyone equal. The big key key to open to peaceful world is to stop making other people be our orders. We are not seeking peace for America only, but for this big world. How can the world be peaceful when there's only America at peace? According to the Chain of Being by Alexander Popp. We all are our link. We all play a role in this society, in this world, and in everyone's life. In my English class this year, I learned about existentialism, and an existentialist says God created us like an artist cutting out a piece of paper. We have our free will. God didn't make anyone be the artist. So don't blame God for the lack of peace. We are the peacemakers. We create our own world. Our mission is to love our brothers, our sisters, and make this world better. Hashtag we are one. Thank you.
0: The Seeking Peace story show is produced by Riley Worth and me, Jeremy Corey Greenis. To hear more, check out our Facebook page and the Story Show podcast. Our intro and outro music was composed by Jasper Corey Flatto.